Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Sometimes we really live up to the shit show. Exactly. Um, and that brings me to our first story. <laughs> so, Meryl did a really cool thing for her boy, Jack. Um... It was his birthday, and so she had planned this big surprise getaway Yes, uh, to take him to Rosarito, uh, Mexico, um, which is about 45 minutes down, maybe yeah. half hour, 45 minutes down. Um, and so on Friday afternoon, she poked him on the, the shirt in the afternoon and said, hey, wake up. I know you're taking a nap, but your friends are here, and we're all going to Rosarito in 10 minutes. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, what a cool thing that you did. <laughs> it's kind of how it happened. And so you yeah. had told me, like, hey, you guys should come down on Saturday, meet up with us. Yes. We're going to be at this hotel. Come hang out for a while. And I was like, hmm, maybe I will. So I grabbed my friends, Mimi and Poncho. Love them. We got on Vespas. We were like, let's go down. So uh, we knew that we wanted to come down and kind of spend the afternoon with you because after riding on Vespas for, uh, you know, it can a better be part like, of the day, yeah. it kind of takes a lot out of you. Your ass is you know hitting every bump and yeah how do you guys even navigate like all the intersections that people just kind of go through uh, and all you that just go you that's just crazy go. turn your blinders on and go <laughs> uh but we stopped at a bunch of places on the way but our goal was to get down and like hang out with you guys yes a big party you were going down and with. our party included three children yeah two husbands and two other people <laughs> which is a lot to fucking manage yeah and so uh, we rode all day to get to you guys and then through uh-huh. our through our uh like it was so funny because we, our ships were like we were yeah. two shit shows in the night. As <laughs> as as hard as we tried to like meet up and make it right, by the time we got to the hotel <laughs> and parked, took our gear off, walked in, found you at the pool by the water slide, 
you guys were grabbing your shit and walking out to go to the next place. And we're yes. like, well, fuck. And I was like a nervous German shepherd, like pacing around the pool, being like, he's, he's coming soon. He's coming soon. And then you guys <laughs> came and immediately at, at that point, Dana, our, the, the woman with the kids, were like, the girls are over it. They have to leave right now. Oh, were and they so, irritated? Um, uh, not over, not irritated over waiting. Probably, but yeah. They, you know, they, they went down the slide. They were cold. They wanted to go in the water. And then all yeah. of a sudden it was like one was hungry and started crying. And we oh, had to and leave. It, yeah. After traveling, I mean, I love those three kids so much, but like, I can't believe how much on a good day people cry. <laughs> like, yeah, just crying like, every hour. It's like so, someone with PTSD hearing a helicopter go over their head. It's like, oh, yeah. we got to get these kids out <laughs> right of here. Now, we gotta right go, now, right they're now. hungry. We're out of here. And you guys arrived with the sweetest brownies or cookies and like a jack yeah. sticker and all this kind of stuff. I just thought it was so funny that we traveled all the way down there to see you <laughs> and then saw you for about three minutes. Yes. Maybe. I know. And you were like, we're going to go change. We got to go to the next place. We tried to meet you at that place. But Papola Mexico, is so hard to get around, and then you yeah. have to like pay in order to even park yeah. somewhere. You have to go and like sit at a restaurant, basically. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, bye. And everything was taking too long, and in the end, it was just like our texts were like, "Well, <laughs> it was nice seeing you." Very and, us. And then yeah. at, at Popola too, I was like, once again, I was a nervous German shepherd walking the beach, kind of near like, I'm, "We're trying to get to you guys. We're yeah. trying to buy the beer." And the one of the little girls was like, they were riding the ponies back and forth. And all of a sudden I could see her face get sad. And I'm like, she's over the pony. We got to go right now. And I told, I was messaging you like right now. And, and that, yeah, but it I, is funny. Mexico is a hard place to meet up. I think Mexico is the kind of place where you just kind of go with the flow. Yes. Try not to plan too hard because shit is on its own time. And uh, it's really hard to meet up with friends who... Uh, don't have kids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's why if it was just like the four of us. Oh, yeah. It's like, easy. yeah. Totally. I hope I didn't uh, send the wrong message to the group that we like were hard to. like. Oh, m- no. The group loves you. And yeah. In fact, you, the little girls were like, who's that? And they were trying to they're like Mer- Meryl works with him. But like they have something about the podcast. <laughs> and the little girls were like, oh, my gosh. No, but that was really cute and nice of you to even come down yeah. for that. And I was going to say, like, uh, I got in a little bit of trouble because I I like Rosarito when we show it to someone new like yeah that I feel like if we do the thing all the time with just us it kind of gets boring to me but I sure. love showing other people sure. in that and taking them to the restaurants we like and um Jason my our friend Jason and has been there before so they kind of had the tour once before and at the point that we were showing like Jack loves those like what am I going to call it like restaurant or something like it's basically where people make all the handcrafted oh like, okay laundry or not laundry lawn <laughs> ornaments like oh really bugs made out of rest of the why yeah, I don't know that's so weird like I think the the it's beautiful where they make the big tables you know the stuff made out of sure, wood I, I think know exactly nice. what you're talking about but there's like hundreds and hundreds of like rust polar bears and just things that you, people don't like, need what, yeah how are you even gonna, what are you gonna do with that and we were crying laughing when we all parked and Jack said this will only take 10 minutes and he wanted to show Dana it so we were walking up and down and Jason and I like wanted to stay in the car <laughs> and so like just his face when he kind of saw that we were about to stay in the car while everyone else wanted to walk and like look at like the, right. the crosses made from like tetanus and stuff like that yeah we were from tetanus <laughs> so that was fun yeah. and the surprise was cool everyone kept the surprise for like a month and a half that's amazing isn't that cool yeah yes I actually had a Google Pixel story I wanted to tell you really quick oh, I thought you'd like God, let's an ongoing <laughs> mini series about the Pixel so the way that it's set up uh, basically like when someone messages you either on Facebook or mm-hmm. like text or anything you get like a picture of their profile circle you know instead of just like the right. notification like Bo Hufford messaged you it would be like your circle picture oh, okay. of you know, like your Facebook yeah. circle profile yeah. picture. So I'll be like looking at directions or something. And then if someone messages me, like their face comes up on my, on my phone. Yeah. 
So I did not know this or I just didn't really pay attention to it until the other night. We could play some romantic music here. Oh, this is where we <laughs> kick in. The- oh, what happened? <laughs> I was Googling. <laughs> your, your romantic music sounded like a door creaking <laughs> open and closed. <laughs> I started Googling porn. Or just uh-huh. a- <laughs> wait, you were watching porn on your phone? I went to Pornhub. Yeah, that's where I do most of wait, my wait, porn wait, watching. Wait. Where do you watch your porn? Uh, iPad. I mean, that's what an iPad's for. Oh yeah, it's in a seven hundred dollar porn machine. That's really? That yeah, of course. And then, but no, the, I use my iPad for so many things. But like, if I'm gonna watch porn, uh, you, my phone is so all, tiny. Yeah. And my iPad has like a stand, so I can like set it on the table. Yes. That way, I have both of my hands free. I can, you know, hold the rope in one and <laughs> hold the sheep in the other. <laughs> you can like milk the cow with, with, with uh, your foot. Yeah. So wait, wait. So you're watching porn on your phone. What what kind of porn was it? Um, I think it was next door neighbor sex. Okay. I think it was like next door neighbor sex. And who who texted you and their their face must have popped up. Please tell me it was your dad. No, no, I would Please. feel so bad. No, Please. and it, you were just like, I'm gonna go for it. It was of all things. Um, oh, I mean, a bunch of people messaged me, but the the latest one was from a listener on the the radio station asking me. <laughs> What national day did you did you guys say it was this morning? Oh my! Wait, how do they? How are they able to text you? People just like find me on Facebook and will like write. And then stuff they text and, you and yeah. s- ask you questions. Honestly, like uh, it's really weird. Uh, Ooh, I, I don't know that I'd like that. I know, I and we do a I'd commercial for like micro laser surgery, and and guys will message and be like, "You don't need that." It's like really weird. Wait, what? Is that real? Yes, I swear. I'll show you. Like, I get people. Oh, I don't like now. that invasion of, no, me of privacy. So, wait, so you're totally jerking off. Yep. Or whatever. whatever how do, do. How yeah, do you? I mean, what do you? How do you? My big it? throbbing penis. <laughs> wow. No, I was so you're, smacking my wackadoodle. Okay, and, and so then you go from that to and that happened, a question from a viewer. Yes, and I wrote back while I was masturbating. No, you did. Yes, I did. You. It was National Taffy Day. <laughs> Yes, and, it was. But what we really talked about was World Turtle Day. Okay, so did so, you say Taffy? National Taffy Day. I wrote back. While back, you were. And they wrote back while I'm trying to oh my masturbate. God. Uh, well, they wrote back something about Taffy. I thought that's what I heard, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Ten minutes later, another one pops up. Hi, Meryl. How about review? I'm not even kidding. But I'm not, you could look at all this. <clears throat> Hi, Meryl. I agree with Ken, some, someone else. How about reviewing a classic 80s film, The Big Chill, best soundtrack ever? Oh so. my God, that person's so old. <laughs> the best soundtrack ever. And please like describe this person. Wait, wait. At the time, and this person's a nice maybe person. in the eighties when the Big Chill came out, it was the best soundtrack ever. So soundtracks were barely like. <laughs> this is what popped up while I was trying to. Can I say this person's name? No. Oh, okay. So the best way I can describe this person is, they've definitely, uh, they definitely drink Coors Light. Yes. Um, <laughs> they probably drive a truck. Mm-hmm. Um, they care about, uh, guns, America. Yes. And goatees. <laughs> All the gag. Guns, yeah. America, and goatees. He's on the gag alert. So, I, uh, wow. So isn't yeah. that so, so these people's faces are popping God, up. God, that's so I funny. Need, wait, that I need said, to show you the other face. That, that is just so like, <sighs> So that's my Google pixel, which Best I don't understand why that happens. Ever. And... I think that's really funny. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. You know what? Let's 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 do this. Let's do this together, guys. Yeah. Let's do this together. I'm gonna look up the Big Chill soundtrack. Uh huh. Because this is totally a my parents thing. Where the Big Chill was this movie that I guess resonated with uh, 
maybe the baby boomers, uh, you know, adults in the 80s, you know, who were dealing with oh. something. Okay, look I think they all go away to a cabin, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either because it was way before my time. But every adult when I was a kid was like, big chill big soundtrack. Chill. Yeah. I got in big trouble for saying that I did not like the Goonies at all. Wait, you didn't like the Goonies? Nope. I thought it was overrated. And I find that people that like it are wearing nostalgia goggles, <laughs> as I refer to them. <laughs> and I it's think it's a solid movie. It's a solid movie, mm, I think. That sloth person drives me mad. Uh, okay. This okay. The people's hair are too fluffy. Oh, these are the reasons you didn't like the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh so the big chill. This can't be right. This this cannot be right. There's like ninety songs on this fucking thing. Um hold on a second. Here we go. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's only got 10 songs. The, okay. the greatest soundtrack ever. Oh, okay? just 10 songs? 10 songs. Uh, okay. It's not bad. It's not <laughs> bad songs. Great songs. I heard it through the grapevine. Love that song. My Girl. Good Lovin'. This tra- is like a Motown yeah. classic. Joy to the World, you know, with Three yeah. Dog Night. Uh, Ain't Too Proud to Beg by The Temptations. That is a great. Uh, you Make Me Feel... So these are all like the hits of they just basically put together yeah yeah, exactly uh this i second that emotion a wider shade of pale tell him and and that's it that's it i do love that okay but the greatest soundtrack of all time if i wouldn't even call it a soundtrack they just basically compiled i would would go so far as to say like i think forrest gump is a better soundtrack than this i remember that i would say that many uh, i remember oh there's one that I know that's a good soundtrack. What is it? But in order to do that, we're going to have to do a little bit more. See my boo and see my bow and now it's time for a little bit slower. <laughs> what a fucking segue. What a segue. What's yours? There's this movie. I hope it's I hope people have heard of it or they can find it somewhere. Independent? It's a really indie film with like this actress that who knows what will become of her. Oh, fuck you. I already know that this is a joke. Whenever you (laughs) you start to say it's an independent film, you would never say that. You would just say, okay, (laughs) you and your crazy laugh. What is this absolutely mainstream movie that you're trying to pawn off as an independent? It's called Pretty in Pink with Molly Ringwald. Greatest soundtrack ever. I love the soundtrack. And uh, so for my job, I've, I'm assigned a different 80s movie every week because yeah. I need to be able to relate to something and something that my co-host <laughs> likes. I, you need to be able to relate to humans. He'll say like things from 16 Candles or whatever. That but, but honestly, like, why are you quoting 16 Candles <laughs> in the year 2019? It's like, we get it. You grew up in that time and it was important to you. But like, you know. Right. There are some things like. Like the gopher from Ka- the baby Ruth, I guess, like the the poo floating in the Caddyshack, and then another. These one. are all very Fast much like it. this is just his time frame, right? And I think, but a lot of, but like I'm seeing how yeah. much of I think it might be like yeah. not our parents' age, but you know, forty nine or it was forty eight, bef- just a little bit, yeah, a little bit before me. I wonder forty five like, to fifty year olds. I think we're in that like yeah. As a side tangent question, do you think that like the older generation just quotes movies and TV stuff more than we do? Okay, so here's how I feel about that. <laughs> um, there were less movies, TV programming available. Yeah. So the things that did come out, everyone saw. And it became like 
pop the, culture. The way we would like, say like a cultural phenomenon yes, or pop culture. Like, like Urkel, like did I do that? Right, right, right. Yeah. But that doesn't really happen anymore in that same way because like a show that's on Friday night on ABC, nobody that's fucking true, knows you're right. about it. Because we're also distributed. You're watching, we're watching. Uh, unboxing videos and right. uh, you have Spotify so you can listen to every single album of huh. all time. Uh, everything is streaming so there's like 50 movies coming out every day available to to watch netflix and on, and on so nobody's watching the same thing for the most part when they do it's things like game, game of, of thrones, thrones breaking bad reference. like yeah this big event the super bowl is still kind of like a national thing where we we all kind of watch it even if you don't like sports you're like oh i saw that beyonce video or yeah, whatever exactly we all talk about it but do people quote like game of thrones or, or i don't think many things are as quotable anymore huh. very you know back in jurassic park even 94 it's like hold on to your butts like everyone people say that shit yeah it's like, like terminator you know yeah, we yeah, all have, i'll be back yeah. it's like there are these lines that people know right but like what what is what are now there I those can't things? think of like the Ariana like thank you next but but that's uh, even that a lot of right. people don't know kind of the right. culture like Paris Hilton that's hot but also I would argue that like a, a ton of people don't know whereas yeah. like even like the dinosaurs where it's like not the baby not the mama you know like that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah it's weird how like that's what all we were watching everyone knew everything kind of ordeal like the Simpsons yeah you know but Eat yeah my that's shorts. true huh. But like, what's something that the Simpsons have said in the last ten years? Don't. Yeah, it's like don't eat my shorts, and yeah. I'm an underachiever and proud of it. And blah blah blah. <laughs> it's like all these things in the early days when there was less going on. Right. Weird. So, so yeah. So now I have to get back into that, or I get to. How many times do you tell somebody, "Have you seen this thing?" And they go, "I have no idea what you're fucking talking about." A that lot. Didn't, that didn't really happen in the '80s. Right. Not. They, no. Everyone knew. Like, did you everyone... watch? Or in the '90s? Like, did you watch Friends? Of course you did. Everyone right. watched Friends. <laughs> I watched Friends. How How on the earth did I watch Friends? <laughs> right. I would. I despise it now. It's, exactly. And yeah. then even stuff that everyone else, like the L word, stuff that I've heard of forever and ever, girls, I haven't seen and I know of, but I couldn't. I didn't know anything from it. Whereas I, that's true, like everyone watched the Goonies growing up at that time. Oh my God, it was like the, the movie of the summer. Right. For me as a kid, like I watched that movie so many times. That, Batman, Roger Rabbit, Back to the Future was a huge, yeah. huge impactful thing, uh, uh, film in my life. But it's it's like that for a lot of people. Every, like Who hasn't seen Back to the Future? Or like I said, Jurassic Park or a lot of the Disney movies that came out at that time. Right. When's the last Disney movie you saw that just came out? Like Mu- Mulana, Mulana, Mulana. Moana? There's someone that like oh, the, the yeah, little yeah. girls that we went on the vacation with kept on talking. We were trying to do something where we were naming our favorite D- Disney princess. But and I, they would, were saying, I would say that most people, adults included, saw Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Lion King, Pocahontas. Maybe not Pocahontas, but like, you know, that's when it started to yeah, fall off a bit. Yeah. But it's like all those major films in a row that they're making now again. Yes. Oh, wait, just a side note off of our side note. When we were at breakfast, the next actually, then we went to brunch at the steakhouse in Rosarito that you really like, oh, El, El Nido. I love that place. And one of the isn't it so cool? It was so awesome. We yeah. had a great lunch. But one of the little this is embarrassing to admit, but one of the the nine year old little girl was like on my phone and just kind of I gave her my phone. Oh I, God! I, I why would you do that? <laughs> I didn't why think about that. Would you do that? <laughs> I just gave her my phone to like play do something. I don't know. Just oh kind of like God. do that. And I was I was I don't know. I was just kind of in a good mood. I was having fun. And 
uh, it was me and Jack and then her mom, Dana, and we were all sitting there and she like went to a random picture and she held it up and she said, did this dog die? And like, was it Pablo? Yeah. And I was, oh. I was honestly so caught off guard and I really didn't know. And that my first reaction, like I said, yeah, it's okay. But he was like a grandpa. And then I started crying and I had to go to the bathroom and I like started, I was crying and Jack was like, oh, oh, that's right. I, I looked at Jack and I said, change the subject. And like like he's usually so quick on his feet but like i i like needed him to change the subject he's like speaking of dogs yeah and instead, <laughs> and he like got frozen and i like i was like change the fucking subject and then i like you said that uh-huh i mean because i was just like okay improv like you know like i don't know and then i was kind of like <laughs> and then <laughs> and then he couldn't he like couldn't change the subject i think i like scared him into into needing to do that yeah he probably was thrown off a little very bit much so it. he was yeah. like frozen and yeah. then finally i went to the bathroom and i cried and then i came back and then oh. shoved it all down with a waffle oh that's but cute. it's an embarrassing moment that's and the more cute. i open up the more humans will know that they're okay to open up that's what the aliens tell me to do oh my god <laughs> okay but anyway pretty in pink yeah uh, i like it so if you've seen it yeah you're good if you haven't seen it this may be one of the least annoying 80s movies that you see because they're all fucking annoying i yeah What's your some more? I just saw a really great documentary. <laughs> I always so sound, cool I, I know. I always sound like a dick. I'm no, like, I love your stuff. Well, I saw this uh, documentary. No, mine is like I like out. bananas. <laughs> like that's why I swear you're you actually like stuff with substance, and I'm just like, I'm like have you heard of the Guggenheim? <laughs> um, we need uh, ours are like a perfect balance of like bubble gum and actual. Substance. I saw a great documentary. It's called uh, Gary Winogrand. Everything is photo photographable Mm -hmm. and uh it's just really a story about this guy's life who was a street photographer maybe one of the most influential best like street photographers in the you know 50s 60s 70s 80s kind of thing really yeah he's amazing black and white fantastic shots uh there's only one part in there that i would caution people going into he comes from a different time and sometimes I, I, you hear him talk and he has this moment that I cringed at. It almost sounded like, uh, you know, just grab him by the pussy kind oh, of shit, moment. Really? And I was like, Ooh, I'm surprised I left that in there, but yeah. it really does. Like, he's just kind of a gritty dude. Like, but his photographs are genius. They're wonderful. And, and his process is so, so great. Oh, wait, what's it called again? Uh, Gary Winogrand. Okay. W I N O G R A N D. Uh, everything is photographable. Ah, I like it. I'll really check it I out. I think you should check it out. I think there's some great images. And I mean, you know, photographers, especially in the 50s and 60s, and, and, and honestly, 70s, 80s, still today, like they really did change the landscape of the discussion yes. of things. You know, before that, like, you know, there wasn't a camera as far as like a TV camera in everybody's face. You didn't have everyone Instagramming and I don't have to explain this to people, but it's like there wasn't YouTube, there wasn't Netflix, there wasn't blah, blah, blah. You didn't have information at you at all times. And so a photograph could really tell a story. Explain like what's going on in a city, what's going on. Yeah. And, and what life was like, like, you know, you think about when, if an alien came to this planet and looked at photographs, it would be more honest than watching TV because TV is just, it's all fake. Yeah. Yeah. And so to look at a photograph, especially from another time, and that's such a new thing in our, our entire history as a photograph, right? Just a I couple, can't imagine, a, like, a hundred and the person plus taking years. it the first time and being like, wait, this was that moment. Like right, that's right, a crazy right, thing. Right. And that no one, I love photographs because like no one else could get this thing. It's yeah. yours and yours alone. I don't care if you go to, France and take a picture of the Eiffel Tower, no one's going to have that exact same thing. Right. There's going to be different things going on in the background. 
um, but especially to see a different time, a different place, New York City in 1962. And it's grittier. It's it's so I don't know. There's something so amazing about it. Some of his shots are just like make your jaw drop. Really, so good. Yeah. I love like a true photojournalist. I feel like oh, that's like that's, a crazy. I was so that's what I went to school for was that style of photo photography. I guess right. Is, um, I know I really you need to post to, more Instagram photos. I like when I you. I like all your stories. I feel like you do a good job of it. It's funny. Uh, I'm sure everyone out there has felt this way, but when you're good at something, you do it and you do it and you do it, and then you kind of fall out of it a little bit, whether it's a hobby or just something that you're really interested in. Because the minute it becomes a job, yes, it becomes less exciting. And then you really have to challenge yourself to decide, like, do I want to continue to do this and why? Right. Do I want to, and, but why? So, like, a lot of times I'll start drawing. I'll get on this drawing kick and I'll draw, like, you know, 20 drawings where I'm, like, posting every day. Boom, boom, boom. Another one, another one. And then I'm just like, okay, but why am I doing this? Why like, what, 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 what's my motivation here? And, and, and deadlines turn it into, like, yeah. less exciting. Oh, my and God. Then, yeah. Right. And, and, and that's a thing that creatives have to just, muscle through yes right i felt that way with music like all i wanted for years upon years was like a job in the music industry anything music industry record label and then when i got my job at a music venue about like four years in i was like i hate bands it's annoying to see like the everyone thinks it's so cool to be like front and front center of a band and then it's like you kind of get like soured a little bit on your it's the magic trick right it's like this exciting idea of like watching a magic trick and being like oh man this is amazing but then realizing how the trick is done makes all that magic go away yes and as soon as you're behind the scenes and i've talked about this in the industry of theme parks it's like when i worked in theme parks i loved as a kid going to theme parks even as a young adult i had season passes to go to the local theme park and we'd have a great time and ride rides and now I go to a theme park. I'm like, that's fake. <laughs> this person's getting paid $12 an hour. Right. That's, you know, I see the magic and it's sort of wasted and like, yeah. Now that's not to say that like I look at my art in the same way. It's just like as soon as it becomes a real job and then on top of that, a job that um, you're not getting paid for because it's self-promotion. So it's, it's promissory work. It's like, if I put this out there, it could turn into something, right? You really have to be motivated. And and sometimes I've challenged myself to be like, am I motivated? But question for you. Yeah. Do you think that like the, maybe this has always been the case, but I, but like, do you think like good equipment and fancy lenses has like eclipsed people's talent almost where now it's like, now it's like, it makes it very easy. I mean, I have a phone, I'm, I have a phone that does such a great job of taking a photo. So do you almost make that, I mean, I know there's still a different skill when someone is like a true photojournalist or a true movie maker, but do you think that that like now raises up the pool of like, okay, say you oh, only have sure. 300 I mean, people look in the at, US. Look that, at Instagram. Look at yeah. anything. Everyone is a, a photographer. Or like a food blogger. Or but a, the difference is, is not everyone is, is a good photographer. Right. It just, the tools do make it easier. And I'm not against that. I'm not against having a phone that takes a great photo. I love that because now I'm always ready to take that photo, right? Right. What is hard is that does um, it popularizes 
the 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 quote unquote talent of things is like oh we'll just get my uncle to do this thing and it takes it away from the professional who makes a living off doing that thing there has to be a bigger gap between what a professional does like technology and talent right and so the professional has to offer something that is clearly different different than what you can do even if you have the same type of equipment that you still can't do gone are the days of being mediocre in that world i think and not being able to produce stuff and put it out i'm being shady towards Someone yeah. that we know that <laughs> <laughs> I'm spilling some tea, but yeah, I was gonna say it's one thing to to, to I I want to tell you a story. Yeah. I just thought of it. Um, that something happened to me in the creative world that I can't even believe happened. What? Okay. Um. So and and I want to try really hard. Uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to throw somebody under the bus. So here's go. Here, You're doing a good here's job. Here's goes with the shit shells. <laughs> um. I was contacted by a friend. What's her name? A family member of a friend. Okay. Okay. So they contacted me and said, hey, I heard you did logo and branding. We're opening up a company. Um, We'd like to talk to you about possibly doing our branding. Okay. And I do this as a side thing, you know, but I do take it serious. And so I don't, I don't take every client because sometimes I'm like, I'm not the right fit. Right. So you wouldn't even do it for the money. Like, right. Because I know that seems crazy, but. Um, no, because you don't want to work for hours on something. The problem is, not- I like doing logos. I like doing branding. Yeah. I like doing advertising. But the minute it becomes a chore because uh, the client is difficult, doesn't have their own vision, that kind of thing. I, yes, I, I've had that experience where I'm like, I'm out of this. Like, I, I'm no longer want to convince you that I'm right or that you need this help. Right. Our friend opened up a restaurant called Cali Cream and you they asked you to like do the logo and it's, and you did that but then you also like painted on the wall, came up for Instagram. Like you basically created the whole thing Yeah, for I mean it I and, really like, get excited and- when I'm able to like take on a uh, a project where someone's like we don't even know what we need, but right. we know we need something. And those friends are awesome. And yeah, I think and then just they're just like we trust you. Yeah, yeah. That that idea is like, oh well I could be creative in the in all these fun ways now that doesn't mean they have to listen to me on everything but like i do think if if we get past the initial meetings and they're like okay we like what you're doing and just go for it do you ever have no no ideas like are you ever like i don't know i'm stumped let me tell the rest of this story uh, yeah okay good Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh so Kelly I, Cream, check it so up. i meet up with this friend uh the the family member of a friend and uh family member of a friend right right okay. i'm not friends with this person right they are the the sister of one of my sister. friends okay okay i don't know them very well at all i've met them a couple times right and it's her and her boyfriend and they're starting this new company Uh-oh. now typically when i'm doing this work okay i'm doing it for companies like ice cream places or food trucks or uh maybe a some sort of creative business something that where they're like yeah have fun with it yeah um in this case the company is a finance company so already i was like ooh, i never jumped into that realm because it's a completely different client You can't do like something wacky yeah, it's like for you them. You have to be serious and also be. Uh, Unless so- you're like a nationally known brand then you can kind of get a little bit like funky. I'm trying to think of some examples. Well, but- you can have fun. It, it, it's sort of like it's like this, like Geico has fun with their advertising yeah. and they're an insurance company. Right. You would want to take them serious. But at the same time, part of their charm is that they uh, they level with you. Even in their advertising. I'm not saying the company does in general, but like the advertising is kind of clever and catchy in some ways. A lot of their shit misses, but 
they have fun and but i need to i need to trust them they're right. an insurance company they're an insurance exactly. company um so in this case i met with them and i said here's some of my work i've done and they said well this is how much we're going to spend i go okay you, they already had someone else in mind but they were meeting with me because they'd heard i'd done it i said well i'm i i cost more than that by a considerable amount five dollars yeah, I'm at least 500 <laughs> more than that. Okay. okay. I said, but if you can get a good branding for the price that that person quoted you, go for it. You know, I was very like open because I'm like, you don't have to go with me. And, and you go with what's like, right. Yeah, and, exactly. and, and if you want to use me, that's fine. I'm like, I would be interested because the things they were saying were like, um, this is, uh, we want to be exciting and we want to be fresh and new and different than everybody else. We're a small finance company as opposed to a huge machine. Okay. So you can get something. a little bit personal. Yeah. Well, and like, let's get personal. Let's have fun. to not be like the board of trustees doesn't want this. Like, right, right, right. And so they tell me their idea of their name and it's a little generic as far as the name goes. The finance company. <laughs> yeah. But it it is a little bit generic, but that's okay. We can, we can make, you know, if somebody said the name of my company is cloud you know okay well what does it do how do we make you look different you know there's a lot of cloud things out there right but let's make it different anyway i start to attack it and uh i send them a questionnaire ask them lots of questions about like what is what right like how what do you like yeah, what's the flavor what do you of your business pretty tell much. me some words that describe you tell me some logos you've seen that you really love and that you think go in line with what tell me some things you don't like what colors don't you like because if if i read that i can get to the end and be like well i know i'm not going to use orange and i know they hate things yeah. that are more organic looking as opposed to sharp lines you know that kind of thing yes i can kind of like whittle it down um we talk i think i have a good idea i'm like okay give me a couple weeks let me work on it Come back. Oh, because I said they they left the meeting going like, okay, well we'll let you know, but thank you. It's a little bit more than what we want to want to you know pay. But then like two hours later, like we want to go with really? you. Really? Yeah. And then they had a down payment that night. Wow. So it seemed like wow, we really want to make this happen. So then I get to work on it. Okay. And I start putting my ideas and thinking. And a lot of time when I'm designing something like this, and a lot of creative jobs are this it's thinking about what you're going to do before you do before it you even get paid. and then just yeah. attacking yep. right so i put a lot of time on it and i think okay i think i've got an idea put it down to paper start working on it make an appointment with them to do a follow-up and say i've got something to present and typically i just show them one thing and really so you don't give them like four choices no because i i bring them a fully we developed do you want to go do you want to go? Oh, my nose just ran. We'll go to the bathroom. Well, don't look at me. Look down. Don't look at me. <laughs> but you're going to see my snot everywhere. You want to see my snot everywhere? <laughs> I'm going to pee my pants. I'm going to buy this to out. Oh, my God. I'm not editing this out. Meryl can't even control her bodily fluids. So We're just sitting here. We're sitting here and... Her Why nose just starts running. Why do you want to see my nose run so bad? I don't want to see it. I just want to see you in a vulnerable position. Anyway, I'm actually really interested in the story. Okay, so keep going. Um, I'm interested like a listener. Uh-huh. So you give them one. Yeah, so I, I typically only give one design because, but it's a fully formed idea. It's not just like a pencil sketch. It's like, here it is. Here are the colors I would use. This is exactly what it would look like. And if you like it, and I convince you that this is the right idea, 
It's done. Yeah. It's that's done. smart. Some people won't, won't work like that. They'll give them five or 10 designs and that's fine. Right. I don't do this for a full time job so I can kind of wiggle around with the way I want to do it. That's and actually if, very smart. Like here's my creation. Here's my thing. Yeah. I think this is the right move. Do you like it? And if you don't, then what can we change about it? But we're not going to go way off in this way or not. Or I'm probably not the right guy for the for the ordeal. Right. Otherwise, you sit there and you're like, hmm, I don't know. Can you change Like it? this purple with this line here. Yeah, and, this and then thing. all of a sudden you're getting into a whole thing where it's like, well. It's basically this, creating a whole other thing then. I'm brand creating, not just logo creating. Yeah. I'm, I'm helping you understand like what your brand even means. How you discuss it with other people, how it is looked at from every client, not just you, right? Right. So I have this meeting. I show up. I've got it done. I'm proud of it. Um, I think it's a really good blend of like uh, new and strong and also a little bit playful, but not in a childish way it's like you could still take them seriously but it's and you can look at it and be like okay that's the logo and then also i can tell you why i did this and this and they all mean something there's some symbolism here okay so um i explain the concept i meet with them i explain the concept they're both really receptive like wow this is great and i'm feeling good like oh fuck yeah man I, i i spent a week of time on this and uh and it's a it's a hit it's a home run so great so i leave the meeting going i'm gonna go home the only thing they want is like, we like that blue, but can you change it? And we want to see it in a couple other okay, colors. Okay, so it was just one? Yeah. That was it? So I'm like, okay, great. Awesome. I get home. Uh, I change a couple colors. I send it over. Same day. Everything's great, right? The next day, I get a text. Oh, no. Hey, we slept on it. Oh, which people shouldn't like. Yeah, don't ever sleep yeah, it's on like, it. Yeah, just go with your first We slept bed. on it, and we think we need a rebrand. Now, this is after they already said like we love it so i don't know why you'd say i love it and then suddenly you're like we want yeah and i go oh okay let me be really clear on on your wording when you say a rebrand what does that mean and they're like well i'm like do you need a couple changes like do you want me to change a color or change a thing and i'm like no no we want a completely different idea and i was like whoa no 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 now i spent a week on this shit and i'm like okay well that's unexpected i'm like okay let's get on a call and talk a little bit they started to describe what they were struggling with. And to me, it felt like they had seen other ideas and wanted those ideas instead of their own idea. Like, okay, Nike has an <laughs> italicized uh, letter form, right? And then that little swoosh. Right. We want italicized letters and a little but maybe not the swoosh. But like something but that like people something will recognize. Like, and they're, it, it, they didn't say this exact thing, but it's almost like you could tell that what they were saying is, we like this exact thing and we want you to recreate that, but with ours. So Do they we also don't, have like billions of advertising dollars? To no, they don't have, any, they don't have any, nah, anything. Okay. And, so, and then they were really stuck on making a like symbol, like, like the swoosh. But for a finance company, it's like, you're never because like, oh, we're probably going to use this symbol without the name of huh. our company. And I was like, OK, but nobody knows who the fuck you are. Right. One. Two. Do you think there's ever going to be a time where you as a finance company that are focusing on small customers are ever going to be like, well, now we don't need our name in this. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you're, you're for the rest of your life because you're going to be small. 
You're gonna need your whole name. I can't think of like name. a company like that that I could think of. It's like it's like the Apple computer, right? The little Just Apple. Just Apple, yeah. Right. Okay, but that's Apple computer, right? You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> they took so much time and effort and money to make sure that you didn't have to say the word exactly. Apple. Even Bank of America, like I know their colors, but I can't think of like what the little. Bank of America, Wells Fargo. I can, but they don't hardly use it without. Yeah, they would the, just the be word. like, "Oh, that's well, that's like right. Capital One Bank." I mean, or I, again, I'm not working against the idea of having the symbol, but it just sound, it seemed like they were stuck on this idea, and uh, they used words like artsy, oh man, and edgy. And whenever somebody says, "Oh, we just want it like a little bit more edgy," it's like, "Okay, what does that mean? Like, you do you know what that means? I don't even know how you describe artsy." <laughs> that's not a description okay like black and white with like a like a red like make it more artsy if i were to tell you that make it more artsy what does that even mean? i would think like something that looked like it was from paris like black and Ugh. white with like pearls and red <laughs> lipstick <laughs> that's what i picture a fleur de loup on it. <laughs> uh yeah so um already we we're starting to have some troubles now Just, how far will you go like that's what i'm always confused about with kind yeah. of work like yours like at what point do you begin to charge more money again mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Does someone just own you once they basically pay you? Well, uh, this is this is the first time this has ever happened in the 30 or 40 different brands that I've created. This is the first time where I got to this point and they said, we want something completely different. Um, and so I don't charge by the hour. And this has been a good lesson for me oh. because it turned into a real mess. Because I was like, okay, you don't like this idea at all. You're not totally telling me what you do want. Then they sent, I said, well, why don't you guys send me a bunch of ideas of the exact kinds of things that you like? I'll see a pattern in it. If you send me 10 things, these are things we like. I'll see a pattern, right? These things. This was like fucking Mexican food mixed with gumbo (laughs) on top of spaghetti. That's (laughs) make it artsy too. That's what I was sent. And I was like, this, these aren't even logos. These are just like, illustrations you like that have nothing to do like with the next thing apple you mixed me. with the mona lisa mixed with like the mcdonald's right. archers exactly yeah. and you're like what and so i was really kind of confused and it made me struggle to get past the idea of like okay but the idea i gave you is better than all of these and i try to you know remove my ego from it it can be hard right because yeah. this is your baby what right you created yeah but I was struggling with ideas like how, and I kept penciling stuff out and I didn't like anything and I was avoiding working on it on some days when I really should have. And I was just like frustrated. And finally I was like, okay, I have to get to this. It it had been some time and we, you know, uh, needed to get this thing out. They had a deadline. They had made plans. Okay. First off with two months before, you know, they're getting their logo. They have two months from the time they have talked to me till a convention they have in another city where they're going to promote their business. Okay. okay? So they probably need that's like, things not, printed. Things. Yeah, that's not a lot of time. Right. Just to print stuff. Even takes to order something. Three like, to four weeks sometimes yeah. to get like a banner made or something. Right. And so I'm like, oh, this is a lot of crunch time. But I was confident I could do it. But in the end, we were barreling down on a date of getting this done. And it wasn't done. And I was feeling really like this is n- not working. And I, I, but I made it, I went to make an appointment with them. And as I'm working on it on the day that I'm working on it, I get an email, Hey, uh, you know, and this is many, many messages that week of like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good. I'm working on it. 
I'm coming to something uh, I'm going to have to you in a couple days here. So, oh, great. We're so excited. Then a flip of the switch. And I get an email saying like, hey, we don't have much time and we're going to have to pause this project and move in a different direction. And I'm like, what? Wait, I'm spending all this time on this thing. And now you're telling me you're going to pause. Yeah. You're going to pause and change direction. And they should have almost just called it what it is and said. Right. And then I said, I wrote back. And I said, hey, just to clarify the wording, you said pause. Does that mean we're pausing or are we outright canceling this project? Good for you for saying that. Yeah. They wrote back, well, what would you want us to do? We don't have any time. Um, it was sort of that tone. And of course, it's all reading through text uh, or, or through, through email. email. It's like, well, what would you what would you think we could do? Because like we don't have enough time. You may get us something. We don't like it. I think we're just going to go with this other designer, blah, blah, blah. Let us know how we should proceed. And I'm like, what the fuck? First off, they've given me a down payment of half of the amount. Okay. Well, that money is already gone. Yeah. Like in, oh, my, yeah. in my world, it's yes. like this was two months ago. Yes. And I'm working on it with full, like, honestly, as soon as I came home that night and I was like, uh, it's good. Yay. I was like, great. I went, with that. When, like, when can I expect the rest of the payment kind of thing? Yes. Um, you already count that money. Right, like- right, right. And... I had worked a whole week on it. Wow. And so I'm like, oh, fuck. And so then I write back. I'm like, okay. I'm a little surprised that like we went from we're meeting you this week to we're canceling the project. And I didn't know what that meant. Like, do they expect to get all their money back? Like, it just doesn't seem fair. So it's a whole shit storm of emotion. And then I'm like kind of like down about it because it's like I really wanted to like perform this task and get them a complete design. Yes. Uh, but it wasn't working. And I started challenging myself like, well, should I have worked harder? How could I have done this? Blah, blah, blah. But I'm trying to be patient with them. And I wanted to lose my shit a little bit and be like, you still owe me. Yeah. You know? Well, I wanted to be like, you guys have been really difficult. This has been very difficult for me to like understand what you want because you guys don't know what you want. They sent me a, a website. We want our website to look like this. And I went, and I was like, that is the exact, like almost exactly the same font that I used. Like, and this is what you're telling me. I'm like, oh, but this logo. And they're like, oh, no, no, not the logo. The look of the site. I'm like, I'm not building your site. Right. I'm building your logo. And then somebody <laughs> else is building your site. And they're like, well, we can't build a site till we get the logo. I'm like, no, no, no. You build the site and snap in the logo. Right. Oh, no. It's just like that kind of thing. Yeah. It uh, seems like, I mean, it's awful, but it almost seems like you kind of dodged a bullet, too, because who knows how yeah, long. I was definitely like whew, afterwards, but I was also like. This sucks that I'm going to lose all this money. I know. So don't most people pay by or charge by the hour or not really? They would probably charge a fee and then for changes, they would charge uh, by the hour. Yeah, revisions, things much. like that. It's all in the contract. Wow. So I was like, oh man, this all's going to shit and this really sucks. And then I write back and I really had a heart to heart with myself and I was like, well, I would feel comfortable uh, taking this amount of money and refunding this amount of money i don't want you guys to be out of money i don't want you to be fucked over this right but i also did put work into it and i think it's fair that i make some money and i just in my mind i'm like i sent this email thinking like this is this is bad it's bad news it's a friend of a friend it's, yes, and it's all this say, shit right. and then it's like it feels like i wasn't able to give them what they wanted right. and now it's gonna have money involved and I've seen plenty of clients be like, I want all my money back. I'm taking you to court. And it's like, I've heard of people doing that. Right. 
And I was like, oh, this fucking sucks, man. And just the tone of their emails, I felt like this is a bad deal. And then in a turn of events, they write me back. Actually, we know you put a lot of work into it and we really, we really appreciate you understanding. We will not accept any refund at all. We want you to keep the money and we appreciate all the work Aww. that you've done. And I was like, holy fuck. Now, I didn't think like I got away with it. It wasn't that. No, I was it's like, more like I was utterly changed in my core because, well, I was just so impressed because I held my shit together yeah. and never flew off the handle and said, you know, you guys have never given me an opportunity to like really understand. You don't know what you want. I just I just didn't do that. I kept my cool the whole time. And then their response was they keep took the, the money. high ground. Yeah, we both did. And I was like, man, if we could all in the world yes. just take the high ground, how much better would we be? It's almost weird now when when someone in a business sense is like kind and giving, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I was whoa, just whoa, expecting whoa. it yeah. to go real sour. And honestly, the emails were a little misleading. So I don't know if it was my take on the situation that put them in a place huh. where like, you know what? He's being solid with us. Let's just walk away. And yeah, whatever. I think also, too, is like a non art graphics person like because i used to be kind of on the flip side of that where i was always kind of like nipping at the heels of like yeah. a graphic designer or logo person is that there's this like misconception that people could just whip it up in two hours so like for right. someone like me hearing that something would take like two weeks i think like the the common lay person would just be like wait no like you could do it in like an hour or two so i yeah. think also two business people are probably like thinking that you're like on a tropical island somewhere when it really you're like right. it does take that long to create something like it that. does it does it's and you know as soon as uh someone does it quickly and easily it ruins it for everyone else right, right. and that's why i always stress to other artists like don't do shit for free uh if you can avoid it that's why because have you heard of the site fiverr no fiverr oh wait it's it's kind of like a ruining for the, like uh, i mean it's good for actually no it's not good because it like is it like a crowdsourcing thing? Yes, like where you for go, five dollars. Oh yeah, that's this kind of thing is the worst. Yeah, it is the worst, and and like as someone that writes podcast notes for my, that's one of my my jobs is that like I've noticed people will do what I do for five dollars when I'm probably making like probably thirty five dollars an hour. I'd say is probably my like if you broke right. down what I was making right. on a, for like a pod fly, podcast client. I think it breaks down to probably like $35 an hour. People are doing it for $5. And And I'm like, you don't have to do that. That hurts the industry. That's what I I mean. And I have this struggle. I've had people go, don't people. I've heard artists say like, don't ever do any free art. I I disagree with it. Sometimes I think you have to put some, like you got to do a discount here. You got to throw out something, but it's got to be the right situation. Right. And some people have a different mentality, which is like, I need five bucks. And I get that too. But that's so weird to but me. The problem that is, is you're ruining the industry by not charging a real fee. And then everyone else who is trying to make a living suddenly can't. Right. They can't do it. And if something should cost $35 an hour, if you charge a dollar or $3, you're ruining the chance for, for you to ever make a living out of this. Yes. Because now people go, I can get a logo for $5. Yeah, I was just going to say, honestly, logo creation is something on Fiverr that I've seen people that are looking for podcast logos post, this is my person on Fiverr, and I'll click on it. It's like $11.99, I'll create your logo for you. To me, I think it says a lot about the company who is uh, purchasing a $5 logo um, because what you're saying is... <laughs> 
Uh, what if it's the finance company? What if they don't the really care about going? standing out? They don't care about being individual because most people in those those sites, those Fiverr sites or whatever, they're just creating something out of a, a almost like a database. Like, oh, we'll yeah, take a circle yeah. and we'll put the word here and blah blah, and there you go, it's a logo. It's like no, I mean that 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 is an image that you can use, but like you're gonna see that a, a thousand places in the world. Right. It's not really an individual thing, and so you're telling me as a company, if you're willing to do that, you don't really want to stand out. You just you just need something, you know. Exactly. And I hear people that say that all the time. I just need something temporarily, and then I'll change it later. I was like, no, you don't do that. That's like you know what I mean. It's like having a baby and be like, well, let's just have a first <laughs> one, and then they're like, uh, we'll change it later. It's like, no, 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 no. You got. That's that's actually that's not what Luann Hufford did. That's not a good example. But I told Luann Hufford I, that you tried to throw me in the pool in Mexico, and she said that you're a little shit. Well, I am a shit. God. Anyway, long story short, I know we went off a little bit on that, but uh, the the thing I took away from it, and I hope as a listener you take away from, it, is like really think about how you're dealing with people, right? Yes. And and what you want that end to be. Because I wasn't a dick to them, and they ended up not being a dick to me. And it, it, what a great, awesome thing to happen, even in the fact that they kind of went away not getting what they wanted, but they were still solid people about it. Yes, and you're operating, not to be too woo-woo, but you're operating from like a state of abundance almost, where you're like, I could give you some of this money back. Like if you were fear-based, I know I'm really annoying, but if you were yeah. fear-based and you were like, I need this money back, I need this, and if they were also doing that, they'd be like... Yeah. If, if everyone like holds on so tightly to stuff, then it gets weird. But if, if people are like, you know, you can have this money back. It's OK. You can. Then they gave you the money. I don't know. It's kind of operating. It was from interesting that because um, I went away from the thing uh, of the, the conversation. I, it really stressed me out for like two days. And then once that finality of uh, <laughs> seeing that they were going to be really cool, it wasn't about the money for me. It was more about. Wow, they were really, really solid people. Yeah. And that made me feel so good that there are still people out there yeah. like that. That didn't make it a, well, I'm taking you to small claims or me saying the same to them. Exactly. Like, and who knows? Maybe down the road, like they might not like the other designer or they might. Well, I mean, you don't I'm work very, <laughs> I mean, I got to say, I'm very interested to see what that other designer does. I really am. I'm very, very interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Do you have time for another quick uh, story? Yes. Something happened to me again. What? So a year ago, I was... Oh, no. So you know I told you that story that one time about how I was in a room and people were talking about me, but they didn't realize it was me? Yes. It happened again. What? I know. I went and did an event not too long ago, and I was in the break room... uh, hanging with the the people who had hired me and they're sort of part of a system where there's the owner of the company and then they have a bunch of people who show up at the event to be like i'll be your lead today or i'll be the person your contact and so they don't always yeah they don't always work with me right so i I went and did this event i'm in the break room i'm talking and somebody came in and said oh hey do you want some pizza and I was like, nah, I'm not going to eat any pizza. I just, I, I, I've got a four hour gig that I'm about to start where I'm, I'm and sitting drawing. And it's like, I don't, so, I, you know, I kind of learned my lesson. Like I don't eat yeah. a bunch of food right before <laughs> I do a gig. 
and they go, Oh my gosh. Uh, we totally understand and respect that. Like we had this one event one time where oh, no. this guy came and he showed up and he was really nice and we were talking and everything. And he was set up right at the entrance. And, uh, then the event started and he was like suddenly not feeling well. And he went to the bathroom and then he was gone for like 10 minutes and then came back. And again, like, uh, did one drawing and then says, I'm so sorry. I have to go. And it's like, it was very embarrassing. And like, we didn't pay him. And, uh, so we totally understand blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't tell them that that was me and that no. that had happened to me a year before, <laughs> or two years before it was two years ago. I oh, remember driving, no, no. listen to this. I drove an hour and a half to get to the gig up North, uh, close to LA. I parked, I went in, I was there an hour early, wait, you know, spent my time, but I had eaten before I left. And as soon as I sat down to draw, I just felt my, my bubble guts. What did you have? I think it was a sausage or something. Oh, I got okay. a sausage sandwich or something like yep. that. And boy, it was just like, it was the kind of like where you were like almost feverish yeah. oh, sick yeah. in the bathroom. Anytime I honestly have like McDonald's or Burger King, my body is like expels it. <laughs> and it's like, nope, we don't want this. Uh, yeah. And I, they, they kept talking about it and they were the people at the event. So they knew, no, I mean, I, they didn't know it was, was me you. and I'm like, oh, that sounds, and I kept defending this <laughs> quote unquote artist. I was just like, you should have paid him. I was like, oh yeah, that sucks. Oh, I bet, I bet they were really embarrassed. They're like, that sucks for them. They probably had to drive an hour and a half to get to the event. Maybe only they were to just turn trying their best. Because I went all that way, had that experience, didn't get paid for travel, didn't get so paid didn't for the event. So they didn't pay you? Like, no, no. I didn't do anything. I drew two drawings. And then did you did you ever tell them, like, I'm just really sick? Oh, yeah. Oh, of okay, course. Okay. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm really sick. And I feel like I have food poison. And I did. Yeah. I, I really felt that way. And if I didn't think I was going to shit my pants or throw up when I got back to the thing, I would have gone and done the gig. But boy... It was just that is so funny that that oh was you. God. You should have told them. I was I, I was trying to fight the fact that I felt feverish in my face, like red face. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds <laughs> sounds awful, man. Don't get Ooh. sick. Don't get sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was really bad. So but it was funny to hear that. That's very funny. Because I was like, oh, it was almost like they were like making fun of this person. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, it's me. No, I feel feverish and weird. Yeah. You want to take a shit? No, but I do want to answer. A camper of the week. What? We haven't had camper in the week in like forever. I know. Roll call. And now it's time for the camper of the week. One of our favorite campers needs a little bit of help. Oh. So our friend Michelle, who lives in Philadelphia. My Philly girlfriend. Love Michelle. Recently broke her foot. Oh. She had an accident and broke her foot. What what would, would she do? She would just had like an accident. I don't know. She okay. Well, that did. All right. All right. <laughs> she was walking and trip and basically tripped on something. It was a very common and easy accident. I don't know if she'll want us saying it because I think she may feel a little bit embarrassed. But it would be something that I would do totally. This is a shit show. Okay. She's a fellow shit show just like us, and like yeah. I would, I totally trip over everything all the time. So she tripped, broke her foot. Broke her foot. So she is writing to us and wants a little bit of cheering up and possibly some suggestions. To get her through the next like six weeks or so before she can walk again, put pressure on it, all that stuff. How badly is her foot broken? It's broken. So she's pretty much in like a boot for, for the next four okay. to five so weeks. So she's bummed. She's very bummed. She's going in the summer. It's going to get sweaty. Part of, she's in Philadelphia. It's yes. humid and disgusting. And now she her boot smells like a 
Well, an old boot. An old boot. And yeah. so part of her therapy is going to be listening to us every week. So she said we have to be like, oh, God, she's not going to get like better. That. She's not going to get better. <laughs> so but what advice do you have for Michelle? Who's when you're home laid for the up? next couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm. How could she make this the best time ever? She's but she may miss some trips. She's you know, it's she has she's a busy girl with like a sure. social life. And sure. so has she seen pretty in pink? <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet I bet no. If I had to guess. Listen. Make her feel better, Bo. First off, Michelle, you don't need that foot, okay? <laughs> you are you, okay? You are who you are because of these types of things. Take that broken foot, all right? I don't know. Um, no, okay, so I'll actually do it. Okay, so I would say my advice to you is... To get the fuck over it. I mean, come on. People break their feet. They, they have <laughs> accidents, you know. I get it. You're depressed. Now you don't have the full mobility. But take this moment and make it positive for you. Because tomorrow when you wake up, you're one day closer to the rest of your life, okay? <laughs> He's doing push-ups now. No. Um, You'd make the best physical therapist. <laughs> take two milligrams of... What get the sucks, fuck over I'm it. telling you, this is the thing that we do as humans. I know everyone out there does it. But the minute you you break something or you're hurting. Like I have a bad back and sometimes my back has been thrown out completely. And I remember you're laying there in pain and you can't do anything. And you're like, God, please. If you just let me have full mobility of my back again, I swear I'll start going to Things the gym will be and, different and, and I'll, I'll be a better person. Yeah. And then the minute your foot or your back gets better, you're like, eh, here we go. But then for some reason I'm always watching on the TV and there's someone with like half of a leg made out of a fork, like finishing yeah. a, a triathlon or something. There like, are so many things you can do without a foot. Yes. Some right? of my suggestions are work on your upper body. I mean, she has a beautiful upper body, but I mean, even more, it's like you're in prison. Just I was going to say some sort of hobby, hobby, a new hobby, some sort of thing that's like, do you like puzzles? Put some puzzles together. Oh, a puzzle is good. Maybe getting into learn a new thing. Writing letters. P- that play lost the piano out of old letters. Yeah. Um, and also maybe travel by train somewhere. Have you read the Bible? You know. No, she's Jewish. Oh well. Have you read the Torah? <laughs> <laughs> there's lots you, of things you can yeah. do. Think about all the one-legged scooter things that you could get that pushes around, and maybe you have one of those. I don't know. That seems pretty cool. Uh, and she's also kind of bougie like me, so I think. You're bougie? I mean, in the way where service bougie, service bougie. So like hire a masseuse to come to your house every day, an acupuncturist the next hour after that, a facialist the next hour after that. This is going to be a good opportunity for you, Michelle. And you could also take this opportunity to write to us every week with new questions. We uh, also need like a, I if like you want to do graphics, go on Fiverr.com. And yeah, go on Fiverr.com. <laughs> we can make a logo for your foot. Uh, I think, I think. This has got to open you up to doing something that you've never done before that you've always wanted to have the time to do. This is God speaking. (laughs) Things happen for a reason. I hate when people say that. Oh, Oh my my God. God. That's so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're the least motivating people. Oh, your baby drowned? Things happen for a reason. It's like, I'll kill you. Yeah. I'll kill you and and that that will happen happen for for a reason. (gasps) And it all comes back. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Anyway. um, we got to get out of here. I'm a bat. I'm a little bit batshit crazy. Okay. Okay. Your eyes are like looking heavy. I now. am so sick of looking at you today. We've oh talked forever. We have. I will never it's get sick of much. looking at you. Oh God. <laughs> I know that's not true. <laughs> okay. All right. See you guys later. Till next time. Bye.
This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. talking about the illuminati much like are you still in the in the in the deep end there yes very much so really um, I why, just, why did you cage it are you afraid that people are going to judge you uh no the, the, the real answer is i stopped listening for a few weeks because my google pixel deleted the podcast oh my god